I'm Morgan Tioka. This is the Challenge Her podcast. This is the Challenge Her podcast. Hi guys, it's Morgan Tioka here from the Challenge Her podcast. I'm just talking to you all today a little bit about I guess what some of the information that I've been reading and researching about over the last 10 weeks has sort of come about and what the consistent messages are that keep being shown. So uh, as some of you may know, I've been reading a fair few different books. We had Fight, Flight, Feel by Tim Thomas, which was an incredible book just around belonging and togetherness and how that real um, theory around if I can give positive energy to one little small part of my life, it tends to have an ongoing positive effect. And then interviewing different people, different athletes and people overcoming adversity, the same messages have been sort of showing up on a consistent basis and everything seems to relate back to our identity and our understanding of who we truly are and understanding all the external factors and societal norms and cultural norms that cause us to not be able to have that real sense of true self. And so you've got your idealistic self of the person you would like to be based on all external influences and factors and then you also have the realistic versions of the person you currently are and what I'm noticing is through all these conversations through the readings from Brene Brown uh, currently just finishing the mask of masculinity the consistent things that keep sort of showing up for me is one everyone has their coping mechanisms and their defense mechanisms of how they armor up and sort of stop um people from seeing who they truly are that's come from some type of traumatic experience throughout their childhood now everyone's had trauma in their lives usually uh, and this is something that's come from Brene Brown she says I haven't met anyone yet who has not had some type of trauma in their lives whether it was through school or through home or their childhood however it's a different the different levels of trauma that occurs so but everyone has had some type of trauma whether it's been like humiliation at school to something like domestic violence or neglect it can change and vary but it has happened to people and when that happens we armor up or we learn how we're going to sort of protect ourselves and when we learn how to protect ourselves and that armor is no longer serving us because obviously we've grown we don't really know how to take it off so we we've become so accustomed and so consistent at protecting ourselves and who we truly are from the world because we've been doing it for such a long period of time that we don't know how to take it off and uh, Lewis Howes who wrote The Mask of Masculinity he really depicts and under makes a great um, conversation and uses stories to help 
understand how men use masks to help stop them from feeling vulnerable and showing how they really feel. And he says that there's nine different types of masks. Some of the main ones he talks about is the stoic, so the hero, someone who's always got it together, always can come to the rescue and save the person or fix the problem. And then he talks about the alpha mask who always is that dominant figure and then he also goes on to talk about the joker mask and the the comparison for all of those that's really interesting is the fact that they're the masks that tend to struggle to be able to share how they truly feel because they deflect it a lot through their mask and he says that for men the masks allow them to uh, to escape their feelings and so they're spending majority of their lives struggling or feeling lonely but they'll never be able to show that to people he says from the outside they look like they have it all together so to their friends everything's working perfectly you have it all together but what happens is they tend to ignore their emotions so it says wearing a mask of masculinity can be a fake persona to show the world that you're a real man it prevents you from having good strong relationships creating deep meaningful connections with your family having greater success in your aspirations and dreams and how embracing vulnerability makes them feel like they are weak and they aren't manly enough And I just find that it's becoming really interesting that every time I look at identity, every time I talk to people, this whole understanding of armour keeps coming up that we put up these walls and these ways of dealing with, you know, what we think is inadequate in ourselves and we use them and then we don't know how to get rid of them. So for women, it's based around not feeling good enough, not being strong enough, not being successful enough, not... um, you know, being pretty enough, that's our biggest shame trigger. And it goes on to talk about body image and we like to compare ourselves and we like to filter our realistic self into a painted version of our ideal self and that's the person we try and be. It's the person we think the world wants us to be instead of being who we truly are because to be who you truly are is scary. It's like walking up, you know, onto a stage in front of everyone and sort of stripping down and being naked. It's completely being totally accepting and loving of yourself and feeling like you truly belong in the world no matter what is said or done. This is who you truly are. And being able to handle the fact that people are going to judge and criticise you and I think that that's like a really scary thing for us. And so we grow up with all of this armour. And then... Through a lot of the research and through listening to a lot of Brene Brown's work, she talks about there's two responses to armouring up. So we've got this this armour that protects us and stops us from being who we truly are, stops us from being the friend we want to be, the partner we want to be, the parent we want to be. And then you get to this point in your life and she talks about it's usually that midlife crisis and that's, I guess, where people come unstuck because they've spent so many years in their 20s and 30s trying to fit in and be who they think the world wants them to be that they get to this point and they just struggle to deal with the emotions or 
you know, doubling down and dealing with all of that pain because they're, they're suffering. They're not being who they truly are. And so she talks about how, one, if you're not going to face it, and she said a lot of people don't face it, they're not capable of facing it, they double down so they suppress it even more. And what happens is these are the people that walk through the world in denial which then causes so much pain on the world and inflicts pain on other people because it's so much easier to offload pain than to feel your way through the pain. And your second choice is to become extremely curious about the world, who you are in the world and why you react the way you do. So your behaviours and your actions are becoming, understanding that curiosity is a power in our lives. It keeps us learning, it keeps us asking questions and it increases our self-awareness. And it's really hard. You can't just pull it all off. You just you can't just take the armor off and be who you truly are straight away. It takes time because for all of us there is some type of trauma that has caused us to armor up. It's understanding that Every decision we have made is based on some type of emotional uh, feeling or, or cognition that's undefined or unexplored and we either develop self-awareness of these things or we allow them to control us. And the whole concept of that, which is quite deep, is extremely terrifying because you're trying to put yourself out there and become truly aware of who you are to the world and why you have always reacted a certain way or why you show anger, frustration, resentment and feel your way through all of those different emotions. So I think one of the key things I'm noticing and what I want, I guess, you to take away from this is how good are you at being curious with your current behaviour, the way you compare yourself to people, who you think you need to be for other people or who you think you truly are. Are you willing to show up and be courageous and stand by yourself and be okay with the fact that people are not going to like you for who you are? Can you handle that? And start to be really curious and ask questions especially to your close friends or the people that you trust the most in your life about why you react the way you do or why you behave a certain way. And then that way you'll become so much more aware of who you are as a person and you can feel your way through all of that pain, which then means you're stripping away that armour that protected you, you know, long ago when you were a child that you just haven't been able to take off yet because you just didn't know how to. And I think that's just like a clear message as to see how you go, see if you are able to sort of strip away some of the different reasons as to why you have behaved the way you have or reacted the way you have and then reevaluate on how you are handling life situations. If you're getting angry all the time, frustrated, being rude to people, can't emotionally handle situations there's something there that is causing you to react that way and if that's not the person that you want to be well then that's a problem and you need to become a lot more self-aware and curious uh, in ways so that you can start to deal with those different types of emotions and be the person that you want to be
You've been listening to the Challenge Her podcast with Morgan Tioka. Follow, rate and share to help empower and educate young women.